Hey, hey, you are listening to the Freedom Boss Podcast. This is a new way of thinking and a new way of doing business. Gone are the days of hustling hard, trading time for money and overcomplicated strategies that see you confused, overwhelmed and asking for the nearest exit. I'm making it my mission to simplify business so you can work less and earn more and genuinely have a life full of freedom and abundance. In these weekly episodes, not only am I sharing my own journey and how I've built successful businesses, but I'm also interviewing other incredible entrepreneurs who are killing it in their business and in life. These episodes are a healthy combination of inspiration and practical strategies that will see you build a business and life that you truly love. Let's dive into today's episode right now. Well, hello, Jane. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. We are talking about self-compassion in a dialogue and how it can affect us in, in general, in our life, but also how it can affect our business. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. I'm so excited to, yeah, be here and to share um, share about self-compassion and my journey with that in, in business and in life. Fantastic. Now, can you give our listeners that haven't met you yet and maybe hiding mm-hmm. under a rock, um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about you and your journey and your business and how you help people? Yeah, sure. Um, so, my name is Jane and um, my business is called Body Mastery. This is my baby I think it is my purpose to to share body mastery with the world and whoever wants to listen and receive it um I started developing it in 2012 um I was on a very deep spiritual journey into energy healing just everything spiritual thinking I was going for spiritual mastery and um at this same time I was realizing that I was suffering from depression and everything like that And then it just became so clear that I needed to cultivate body mastery because I was avoiding my body through spiritual practices, which was like a huge, you know, mind-blowing wake-up call. And from that time, um, I just started developing body mastery. I've always been very passionate about connecting with the body. And, um, yeah, so it was all about coming back to our body, coming back to um, our truth through the body, through the cells. And also um, I believe the body is a portal into our soul, into our truth, whatever you want to call it, your intuitive wisdom, your inner wisdom, your soul. I call it soul truth. And that's where it kind of started. And then it's always been about self-love. It's always been about connection with truth. That has always been the core of body mastery so that we're living in our body and in our mastery. Um, And it's just been evolving since then. And um, you know, it beca- it had to become a business because I needed to share it. I needed to share. I've got so much inside of me that just wants to be explode. You know, it wants to just explode out. But um, yeah. So I've just been developing it. It's been a very slow process for me because I think of um, because I was experiencing mental health issues and um, going through a very deep uh, trauma healing process of PTSD and and the trauma that um, caused that many years ago. Um, yeah, so I think it's kind of been, we've been walking this parallel path, me and body mastery. This is what it feels like. I'm quite a visual feeling it in my heart person. So just bear with me with this vision, but it's like, it's supported me and I've supported it. So I'm kind of like the portal for it to express through. Um, but it's been, it has helped me heal. 
it has helped me love myself because my inner dialogue was horrendous. Like the way I used to speak to myself and it just became so clear I needed to create beauty within. It was harming. I realized how much it was harming my body. And this is when I found self-compassion, which I was so grateful for because my nervous system was so, I think, traumatized from everything, from the way I was speaking to myself from the past. And um, self-compassion really helped me to calm and soothe my nervous system and my body. And it's just changed my whole, my whole inner world is very different now. Um, so the way I support people is to share what I have learned, to share what body mastery is. And I do that through mentoring. I do it through meditation and workshops and speaking to anyone who wants to listen really. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's so super interesting. So for those of people that have never heard of body mastery, can you give me a summary or a breakdown of what it actually is? Like what, what it visually looks like for somebody to go through a journey of, um, you know, their healing journey, but what is body mastery? So for me, body mastery is just let me sit with that for a minute. It's a great question. It's a very deep question because it's it goes. This goes very deep. So I hope that you and your listeners love deep conversations. Absolutely. <laughs> for me, it's about. So, for example, if I was supporting you on your body mastery journey, I would hold. It would be about me helping you to come back into your body. So I would guide you back into your body, and. Um, you start to listen to your body. You start to listen to that little inner voice. You start to feel, you start to look at yourself and, you know, really use your senses to connect in with your body so that when you wake up in the morning, you're not being pulled out of your center by everyone around you. You are listening to your truth. You are grounded in your truth. You are grounded in your body and you know yourself so deeply that no matter what anybody else says, you know your truth and that's the path you follow. So for me, that's body mastery. Whenever I'm teaching, so for example, my meditation class down here at Kayama, um, it's the same words that I say to everyone, but every single person in that class has a different experience. Every, and I, I always say to them, this is your mastery. If I tell you to lie on your back, but you're lying there when I'm teaching meditation and you know you have to be on your side, roll onto your side. I'm not here to tell you what to do. It's about you listening to your truth, really connecting in with your truth and connecting in with your soul and helping you through this process of cultivating this beautiful relationship with yourself and your body because your body is incredibly wise. For me, I see it as pure energy. When when we go down through the cells, go down into the atoms, everything's energy. That's my belief. Um, And, you know, so... And I kind of see it like if I'm doing any energy work or anything with people, it's kind of like our cells, our 50 trillion cells that make our body um, are an extension of our soul. And our soul is sort of plugged into our body. And this is, it's inside of us. We don't have to go out, you know, fair enough. We need help around us, but it's all inside of us. And so for body mastery, it's about you dropping in, as I was saying, but also too, it helps you to become more self-aware. So if you've got a subconscious program of I'm unworthy that is affecting your behaviors of self-sabotage and, you know, all that type of thing, um, when you're self-aware, you can actually transmute those programs into love. That's how what I do, like what I become aware of these very deep programs. 
So that's body mastery to me. It's about getting to know yourself, cultivating a loving, compassionate relationship, deepening into self-love, living your soul truth and understanding that you are, your body is just so incredibly intelligent and it knows exactly what you need to follow your heart, follow your truth and to nourish yourself and to meet your needs and put in place boundaries and all the things that you need to live in life, thriving and um, living your purpose or your passions or whatever makes your heart sing in whatever roles you play. Mm. So I hope that answers your question. Yes, that was so incredible, so detailed as well. So where do you find that women, I mean, most of my audience, I'm assuming all of my audience are women, and I guess is this something that – you know, obviously it's a process that you go through with people, but do you find that there's there's things that have caused this or, you know, they say like children have this beautiful aura and they, they're very innocent and everything, and then we go through society and things happen to us. Do you find that a lot of what, when we step out of our body, as you're saying, do you feel like it's society that has caused this or issues or is it just something that can happen? Like how do you find people or where do you find people and where they're at? Yeah, okay. That's a great question, deep question, <laughs> um, which is fantastic. So for me, I'm, I'm going to speak from my experience if that's okay because Absolutely. Um, on my journey I didn't realise that I had – I'm. Is it okay if I speak into my trauma? Is that fine? Because Absolutely, I'm, okay. yes. So I'm, I'm a survivor of sexual trauma and um, I didn't real, realise until my – I'm now 46, I'm about to turn 47. In my 30s was when I started to wake up. You know, I didn't realise I was so disassociated from my body. I was using food and alcohol to avoid, you know, anything to avoid myself. I didn't realise that I had had suffered this trauma either. It was kind of like I was so disassociated from myself. So um, I think it comes a point in our time in our lives where something happens. For me, it was um, leaving a relationship of my, their hus- um, my ex-husband of my, with my first son. I left, left. So I'm sort of getting <laughs> left <You're back>. right. <laughs> Um And for me, it was about it just kind of woke me up. I knew, especially become, when I became a mum, actually I'll say this, when I became a mum for the first time, I knew the relationship and the way that we were living was not how I wanted to live. I could feel inside of me this craving for more, for I wanted to, I could just feel I needed something else and, um, and I wasn't living my truth. And I didn't realize that I, until until now I can look back and see all the points in my timeline where I was struggling and where, you know, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was depressed all the way through most of my life and living with PTSD and all that type of stuff. So um, I just, yeah, so it was kind of like, I think coming back to what pulls us out of our body, it, de- it does depend on what your experience has been in this lifetime, but I also feel for me, I've done a lot of deep healing and I've felt a lot of ancestral trauma leaving my body as well. So I think it's a combination of everything. And um, as a mum, I have chosen to be a circuit breaker. I refuse, absolutely refuse to pass on this programming that has been passed down through the ages. And I have two boys, so I'm very mindful about how I'm raising these boys because we need to change the programs in how we are living. 
and how we are expressing ourselves because we know these paradigms need to shift for our world to and for humanity to evolve through love, compassion and grace, and that's my intention. So I think it really depends on your journey and your soul's journey, and um, this is very deep. I hope this is okay. But it for me that's been my experience where just different aspects have started to come up as I have started to change my relationship with myself because I have chosen to lean in and to heal and to live differently and to cultivate that relationship with my body. I do believe society can pull us out. I know that when we're with people or maybe the rules or how we've been brought up through school and all that type of thing, definitely it can pull us off our path. Um, but it's up to us to, especially, you know, as adults, um, it's up to us to really kind of go, you know, am I living my truth? Just to, just to put our hands on our body and go, am I actually connected with my truth? And it's a journey as well. Like it doesn't happen overnight. It's, it is an incredible journey that can be so difficult and uncomfortable. But when we do meet ourselves with love and compassion, it helps us to, to shift. And for me personally, I feel like I have now created an internal support system where all those aspects of myself hiding in the shadows have been too afraid to come forward, now come forward and say, I'm ready to be healed. I'm ready to be brought into wholeness, into love, you know, out of the shadows so that it's kind of like we're bringing, we're uniting all these aspects of ourselves that need to be brought back into love. And it's so empowering. It, yeah. it just, I hope this has answered the question because I feel like I'm just, but yeah, it's so empowering and it's beautiful. And um, for me, my life is completely different. The way I, especially internally, like just, it's just, and so now it's sometimes it's hard because I still find I'm, I'm not perfect. I just want to say that I still, like today, I've just, I've launched my self love meditation online class and I'm, I'm struggling with self doubt like big time that as I'm sure every entrepreneur knows when you launch something, it's like, oh my God, is this going to work? So I just have to keep coming back to compassion and just speaking to myself and going, it's okay. You know, what do you need? You know, um, to really help transmute that energy of self-doubt that no longer needs to be here, you know, or what is it showing? What is my body showing me? Is there something inside of me that needs to be brought into love? So it's just that yeah, it's, it's like creating a beautiful, loving relationship with someone, but you're doing it for yourself and you're getting to know yourself so deeply that if society does pull you out, if you're looking at everybody else's web pages or everybody else's businesses and going, I'm not good enough or, you know, comparing ourselves to everybody else, when we do that, we're completely disassociating. We can, we're disconnecting from our truth. So for me, I, I don't really look at anybody else. Now I can't. When, when marketing people would say to me, you need to compare yourself, what everyone, what everyone else is offering, like, I can't because it pulls me out of my center. So I have just sort of kind of put my blinkers on and, and I know I'm, you know, I'm no expert in this, but this is what I've had to do in just really listening to my body. What is it that I need? What is it that I am offering? What is my purpose? So that when I'm creating, um, it comes from absolute truth. And that, that is constantly evolving as well. It's always evolving when we, when we're shifting and growing and changing and, um, but comparison, yeah, that can be a, I think that's something that really squashes our truth and our creativity. So cultivating body mastery within yourself helps to 
kind of go, actually, no, that's not truth for me out there, but that's truth for me or that's truth to me and that's truth for me and then you follow that path. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, yes. Yeah, I feel like you've just answered about six questions. <laughs> you've done so, like, it's just so interesting. I can, I'm just sitting here in awe, just listening to you because one of the things that came up for me as you were talking then was, um, well, how do we identify between having, you know, a bad day, bad week, bad month, a couple of years? Like, how do we get to that point where we're like, no, we really need some inner work? Like, you know, we're kind of conditioned to, um, get up and keep going. We're in that society mm-hmm. where you just got to keep trudging on. But I guess if somebody's listening to this and they're like, maybe this is me, maybe I haven't dealt with trauma, or maybe I haven't dealt with something or found my truth. Like where do people even start to identify this? And I know you touched on this a little bit, but I'd love to go a bit deeper to anybody that's listening that thinking, maybe I need a little bit of this. Maybe I do need some of this help. Like how do they start to even self-identify that this is something that they need? And especially when we're creating businesses, as like what you were saying, looking externally and this person has this strategy and this person has this strategy and, and sitting with yourself. But how do you get to the point where you're like, enough is enough? Like, you know, what are some great identifying factors where you, you know that, you know, um, it's time to dig deeper? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. Um I think it's about just making a choice or actually, sorry, I'll restart that. For me, um, I started to, say, for example, I started to do yoga. I started, and when you start to slow down and when you start to feel your body a little bit, you start to notice, oh, my neck's hurting. Why is my neck hurting? What am I holding there? So I talk to my cells all the time. If I've got pain, if I've got illness, I'll talk to it and see what's underneath because there's always a cause for it. When I do, it shifts. So if someone is kind of going, well, how do I, what, you know, how do I know if I'm ready for this? Um, My suggestion would be is start to give yourself time to be still to maybe in the morning or the evening or sometime during the day when you have space, mornings are great because it can set your day, just sit for five minutes and put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly and simply say, I choose to treat myself with love and compassion. I choose to deepen into self-love. I choose to live my soul truth. As simple as that. And then from there you might start to feel things you might start to notice that my thoughts are really negative right now or I'm really starting to, um, I'm really putting myself down all the time. It's, it's about being aware because sometimes we're so unaware we don't realise it but then there's points in time where we just make a choice, where we listen to a podcast or we just feel that inner call, we, I actually just need to sit and breathe for a moment and in those moments you start to feel your body more. So for me, I didn't realize that I had, that I was suffering from PTSD or that my body had experienced trauma as a child um, because I was so disassociated until my body started showing me. And it didn't show me until I felt very safe in the new relationship that I was in. So it's just, I think it's unique to everyone, but honestly, I would just start by slowing down, taking that time to touch your body 
um, and to listen. Just I choose to listen because maybe this is for you, maybe it's not, and that's very important as well, to allow it to be organic rather than forcing. We can't force healing or we can't force awakening. We can't force a rosebud to open. We can't force a wound to heal. All we can do is nurture it and nourish it. So if you start nurturing and nourishing yourself and choosing to be more self-aware by journaling, slowing down, doing yoga, doing meditation, working with someone, um, you know, like me, you know, because this is what I do is helping people to connect in. But you'll start to notice that um, I think it's just when you're exhausted or you've got that busy mind, um, you've got a cycle of thoughts happening or you just know, I just, I, I need to make a change. I need to start loving myself more. Um, or you read something and it sparks something in you. Oh my goodness, I need that. Or do you know what I mean? It's that intuitive wisdom. So um, I hope that helps. Yeah, that's absolutely so important. I think it's, I think it's really important, especially as busy moms. We're working. We're trying to do it all. Just that five minutes. I know this this year in particular, I have really leaned into this. Like I, yeah. I'm doing the whole before I wake up and like before I get out of bed in the morning, not touching my phone. Like I'll turn the alarm off and then I'll just lay there and doing that five minutes of just gratitude and being really present in my body. I know myself that it has made such a difference. So it's really mm. beautiful that you've said that just to being being like five minutes, we seem like it's impossible to five, five, find five minutes, but even that that calmness in the shower, like instead of just rushing through your shower and doing all yeah. of that, just going, okay, just being mindful that I'm present in the shower, there's warm water on me, and then listening to even your negative thoughts. Like I'd love to talk a bit more about your negative thinking. I love how you said that your, um, your cells can it can feel your trauma. Like, you know, if there's something wrong with your neck, it could be something else. So that's really, really interesting. Mm. But let's talk through, because I know a lot of women that I work with definitely suffer like the imposter syndrome. We suffer from, um, you know, how do we, how do we stay in ourselves? And do you have any tools and tactics that we can just start with? Like, you know, sitting with yourself and getting clear on how you feel, but also are there any, anything that we can do today, like walk away from the, this podcast and just um, how can we start to reframe our, our mindset and how can we start to really um, be kinder to ourselves? I guess? Like what would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I know we talked about that little experiment, but I actually would love, I'm just going to feel into this for a second here because you were just talking about how can we shift our mindset so, firstly, we need to become aware of it because sometimes we don't know that we've got a very negative mindset until someone points it out or we become aware of it. So, there's that aspect of it of just um, taking a moment. So, if you, want it, if you want me to, I could guide a little meditation right now of just dropping you into your body and just being aware of yourself, just being aware, and then I could offer you also just a little self-compassion if we just bring a little self-compassion into this. Before we do this, I, I'll explain to you, um, if that's okay, about um, how self-compassion helps your nervous system. This is science. So, Dr. Kristen Neff, um, this is how I found it. it was a, such a blessing for me. Um, Dr. Kristen Neff, she is a self-compassion guru. She's done all the um, research around it. So, what happens is 
when we are negatively speaking to ourselves in whatever tone it is, we're putting ourselves into um, fight and flight. So we're actually, whatever stress we have in our life from coming from external sources, whenever we are speaking unkindly to ourselves, we are then adding stress on top of stress. So if you imagine the worst thing you've ever said to yourself, if I said that to you, you would cringe, you would be so shocked in your body, you would feel it if someone said that to you. Um, But we don't really feel it when we're doing it to ourselves. We don't realise this. This was just an incredible thing for me just to wake up to like, oh, my gosh, I'm really harming myself in the way I was treating myself inside. It was horrendous. So so that's something that I want people to realise is that you want your body, your body is so important, you know, without it, how can you take care of your children? How can you create your business? Our bodies are sacred and they're a portal into our truth. That it's how we, ex- how we express ourselves in this beautiful world, you know? So, um, if that can inspire people to just start going, all right, let's stop putting ourselves down. Let's stop comparing ourselves and all that type of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of deep, subconscious belief systems that it's kind of I always see it like a flower the root system or weed even like the root system is our subconscious program it's it's right in there it's dug right in the body and then it starts to grow all these you know thoughts and so what we want to do is we want to start to just gently transmuting those thoughts into love so this is what I'll teach you so when you find yourself in a negative um cycle of thoughts towards yourself start to become aware of it so it's just you might be this is what I used I would be chopping creating dinner and my mind was constantly negative I would go to sleep with it negative I would wake up with it negative I would dream in that space as well so it was you know horrendous as I keep saying Um, so when you're chopping up you know, your carrots or whatever, and you find yourself creating negative stories or you're speaking unkindly to yourself, you know, when you go into drama land and create all those stories, stop chopping, stop what you're doing. Take a breath, slow, deep breath, and then take another one. So what you're doing is you're creating space between you and this thought process or this thought pattern And then what you can do very simply is say, no, I refuse. It's it's you reclaiming your power. I refuse to keep treating myself this way or whatever words come for you. This is important to, you know, it's important that you find your own dialogue and your language around how you want to start to transmute this, this habit or this program. I refuse to treat myself this way. You can even forgive yourself. Oh, my God, that's a whole other workshop. (laughs) That's a whole other story. It's incredible. Self-forgiveness is so powerful because what that does, it transmutes the negative energy within ourselves and opens up our heart to ourselves so more love and compassion can flow. Um, Oh, my God. Sorry, because I've got a whole other story around that, but I don't want to sort of go off the (laughs) path here. Um, so forgive yourself with love in my heart. I forgive myself for speaking this way to myself. That is very powerful. That woke me up like it just when I was, a f- yeah, anyway. So um, with love in my heart, I forgive myself. And you can say that as much as you want in that moment, maybe three times, a power of three, you know, so that's fantastic. And then choose 
to say something kind and loving. I'm an amazing mum. I'm an amazing human being. My body is beautiful. Whatever kind of like go to the opposite of what you were thinking. And what you can also do is you can say, I transmute. This is what I do actually, because I don't want that energy, the negative energy going out into the atmosphere. There is enough of that in the world or it's, I don't want it to stick in my body either. So I actually transmute it into love. I imagine it being transmuted by gold light. This is the energy healing side of things. And and I trust in the intelligence of my body, of my words in the universe. So I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's just beautiful. I absolutely love that. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> more, what else? What else can I do? <laughs> I'm loving it so much because I just know that we, you know, and I'm, I'm sure it's women are worse at it than men because we just are so hard on ourselves. And, I, yeah. you know, I've just had this conversation. I've just got off a coaching call and we were talking about, and I said to her, would you say that to your friend? And, and, and that's what I always say to my children is like, would you say that to your friends? And I try and say that to myself too. And I notice for somebody like me, when I'm tired or burnt out or exhausted, oh man, that nasty side of me creeps on in. So I love that you're saying what you've just said is about re, you know, reprogramming, re, rewording it and forgiving yourself. I think that's really, really powerful. Definitely powerful. And the self-compassion too. Like, I think honestly, the word compassion, self-compassion, I think encompasses everything acceptance, understanding, kindness, love, self-forgiveness. I, I really do feel that it encompasses the energy of compassion holds so much, so many different words that we can kind of hold under that umbrella. Um, so you're absolutely right. When in those moments, that's when you go take the breath. You are aware of it now. And especially after this conversation, I bet that you'll be more aware of it because you don't want to harm your body. You know how important it is. And I bet your listeners know this as well you know, it, our bodies, as I said, are sacred. So, and I love that you said also you wouldn't speak to your friend like that. And that is true. So, when, you, when you're starting to go through this process of changing the way you're treating yourself, you can um, imagine when you're struggling in that way, what would you say to your friend who was struggling in that way? Mm. And then use those same words towards yourself. It's like you're opening your heart to yourself and receiving love and compassion that is innate within us. It's in, it's in every cell of our being. It's always here. But what we're doing is we're uncovering it. We're taking away all of these programs that we've been taught, that we have to put ourselves down, that we're not allowed to love ourselves, that we're not allowed to stand in our power, whatever it is. You know, there's so many different ways of um, speaking into that. But for me, just coming back to Meeting yourself with compassion and, like I said, self-forgiveness would definitely help with that. That's very powerful practice. And um, I don't know if I mentioned it before when I was talking about the negative speaking towards yourself, what it does to your nervous system, the science, when you speak compassionately to yourself, like, oh, my goodness, I can really feel myself struggling and you, the energy starts to soften and you're actually switching on your, um, your caregiving system which is then switching off the fight and flight and you're turning on your rest and digest. So you're completely changing your nervous system. And that is, and I'm, and I'm speaking from my own experience with this. I remember when I was going through trauma therapy, um, my nervous system was so shot. It was like, it was like, it, I honestly felt like I was about to have a breakdown. And the more I use self-compassion, when I feel into my nervous system, 
um, it feels compassionate. It feels softer. I still go through stress. Don't get me wrong. Like there's, you know, all of that life happens and everything happens, especially being a mum and a business owner and all of that type of stuff. There's big stress that happens, but this helps me to calm. So when I'm stressing now, or if, if I'm afraid, if something's going on with my, my children and they're sick or anything like that, um, you know, I mean, my son was diagnosed with type one diabetes two years ago. It was horrible. And the fear in that, the, the hypervigilance, all of that. So, because of the work that I've done through loving myself and cultivating this relationship and getting to know myself and cultivating self-awareness and understanding how my body speaks to me, I was able to support myself through that process, which then allowed me to have the energy and the compassion to hold space for my, my son. And that's another thing as a mother when you change the way you treat yourself, and this is something that I've, I've been mothering for 19 years and I've changed a lot. I was a control freak, <laughs> eat your dinner and all, you know, all that type of thing. As I've changed my relationship and listened to my needs and healed myself and listened to my inner child and listened to all these aspects of myself that needed to be loved, the way I'm mothering is completely different, completely different. I hold so, I can hold so much compassion now and I don't get narky as much as I use, you know, when you're cooking dinner and there's, and you're just like, it's like, breathe. Mm. This is not them. This is within me. What is it that I need? And I remember one time I did that, like I was, um, I could feel that narky energy coming up and, and I could feel myself going to be, I was going to project it. And I'm like, hang on a minute. No. And I put my hands on my heart and I just took a breath and I said to myself, what is it that I need? And the energy calmed down straight away. So it's very powerful. So I invite you and your listeners to explore this and to just start putting your hands on your body and just saying something kind to yourself or just asking, what is it that I need? How can I support myself today? What do I need to feel nourished and loved? And start to meet your needs. It's very important to make yourself priority number one because that will also help everyone else around you. It will give you the energy to meet all the roles that you play, especially in business. It's huge. We're always... When we're working for ourselves, we're constantly in that space. We have to create boundaries to give ourselves a break from that so that we can be present in other aspects of our lives as well. Mm, gosh, that's just so incredible. It's so interesting. And, and yet it sounds so easy and doable as well. Like I know when I say easy, I mean, it's just just even taking space, like that's not brain surgery. We can do it, <laughs> can't we? And it, but it's the awareness, isn't it? It's about really identifying what we're doing to ourselves and how we just need to take that space and and make these these changes. It's it's fantastic. So you mentioned before that you wanted to do a little meditation. Do you want to? Did you want to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can do that. That would definitely. Be so. If you're listening to this and you're driving, don't do this meditation. I just need to put that duty of care clause in place. <coughs> no heavy machinery. You must be still. And if you're listening to this and cooking, come back to it later as well. So really give yourself this couple of minutes to just to be. So I'll just see, see where it flows. Oh, all righty. So just taking a moment to close your eyes. And just sitting in a comfortable position, or if you want to lie down, it's completely up to you. Really feel into what your body needs right now. And just feel 
your body exactly where it is. Feel your feet touching the earth. Feel the space where your bottom is touching the chair or maybe the bed. And just take a moment to notice your back. What is it touching? Taking a moment to notice your jaw. Are your teeth clenching or is it soft? Just exploring. It's about being curious. Taking a moment to feel your belly. Does it feel tight or can you let it soften? And then just noticing your shoulders. Are they up around your ears or are they softened down? Being curious. Feeling your spine aligned with your body, tall and supple. We don't have to be rigid. We can just let it do its job. The muscles know what to do. And then just taking one hand to your heart center and one hand to your belly, your lower abdomen. Let your shoulders be soft. Really feel your hands touching. And if you find your mind is wandering off out of here, just simply say, not now, mind. I'm choosing to be present. So you're putting an internal boundary in place, which is very empowering. And you may have to say it every single second, not now, mind. I'm choosing to be present. And I just invite you to drop your hands down. Really feel your body underneath your hands. Maybe one hand is drawing your attention. Just be with wherever your awareness is being drawn to. Really feeling it. Just noticing. Even feeling, is there gentle movement under your hands as you breathe? Feeling the warmth, feeling the texture of your clothes. Be really aware of your hands touching your body. And now I invite you to connect with your breath and take in a beautiful deep breath, breathing all the way down to your belly very gently. All the way down, feeling your hands moving with the, with the breath. And then when you feel ready, breathing out very gently. And allow yourself to be completely aware of it. Feel your body moving with each breath from the inside. Just breathing in your own time, nice deep breath without forcing the breath in. Just taking a few more breaths. If your mind is wandering, just simply come back to the practice. Not now, mind. I'm meditating. I'm connecting. Whatever word you want to use. Feeling the movement under your hands. Feeling the breath entering your body, reaching all the way down to your belly, maybe even reaching all the way down to your pelvic floor. Be really gentle. 
the mind is wandering, remember, not now, mind. And come back to the focus, come back to your hands, come back to your breath, come back to your body. There is no right or wrong with this. Trust yourself. Then after the next breath, just let your body, your breath, come back to natural breathing. And I just invite you to drop your awareness down into your heart center. If you struggle with this, just having your hand, just gently press your hand a little into your heart center so it will help you connect with the center space of your body. And I invite you to say something loving and kind to yourself. Even if it's just, I love myself, I appreciate myself, I treat myself with compassion, I choose compassion, whatever words come. It may seem strange, it may be hard, but trust me, you can do it. Let the words come from your heart. Allow the words to flow through your body through the cells, through the blood, through your mind, through your thighs, all the way down to your feet, into your toes. Just let the words come, I love myself, I appreciate myself. I treat myself with compassion. And then when you feel ready, just let yourself be in stillness. Let the words just vibrate through your systems, vibrate through your body. And just take a moment to scan your body. How does this feel for you? What thoughts are coming up right now? Does it feel difficult? Does it feel easy? Does it feel like it's a relief to have this time? This is where you get to know yourself. What is your body offering you? What wisdom is coming up for you? Take a moment to listen, listening from the inside of the inside. And then letting your, just say thanking yourself, thank yourself for this time. And just noticing where your body is right now as we start to prepare to move into the rest of the day. Just feeling your feet touching the ground, feeling your bottom touching the space beneath you, feeling your back touching the space behind you, noticing your jaw, noticing your spine, noticing your hands, noticing your whole body meeting the space around you, the air touching your skin, clothes touching your skin. And then very gently just start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. You might want to stretch in any way that you need just to bring gentle movement. And then opening your eyes. Oh. Well, that was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. 
So for anybody that enjoyed that meditation, how can they connect with you? Um, through my website. My website is um, bodymastery.studio and um, everything is there that I offer. Um, I have like blogs on there with different techniques as well as my online community and um, I've just launched an online self-love meditation, which I'm really excited about. As I was saying, this is really cool. So this is for anyone. You can be anywhere and that's a Tuesday night at 7.30. So um, I'm kind of like one of the ladies in my Kayama class was like, I can't come Thursday. I'm like, I'm going to be doing this. Oh, can you make it past seven o'clock? Cause I've got to get the kids sorted. So it's kind of, you know, with that in mind, I'm trying to create things for mums um, to come as well so that they start to really create that boundary for themselves and passing off responsibility because we do love to hold all the responsibility. <laughs> Definitely. And, and really, honestly, again, it is so important that you make yourself priority number one and it's okay. You're allowed to, it is very, it's so needed. Um, and that's something that I love to remind people of, and it can be very difficult to do that. Um, but taking that time for yourself is really important. So I'm, I'm kind of going around in a circle here, bodymastery.studio is where you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. It's wonderful. And I will put all those details in the show notes now as well. I really you. appreciate your time. I appreciate you sharing so much information with us and how we can really, you know, come back to ourselves. I really, I really, really enjoyed this. And thank you for the meditation. I will definitely um, make a note in the podcast so that people can come back and um, I'll put a timestamp on it so people can come back and use it again and again. So it was yeah. really wonderful. So thank you so much, Jane. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you for your time. And um, I can't wait to continue watching your journey and following you online. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been an absolute pleasure to share to share this with you and everyone. So I hope everyone enjoyed. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Freedom Boss Podcast. I hope you love this episode and got lots out of it. If you want to share this episode, please do over on Instagram and make sure you tag me at bossmotive underscore Liz dot Morris. And don't forget, I've got heaps of helpful resources available on my website over at bossmotive.com. I'd love to hear from you. So please don't be a stranger. Reach out. Let's connect. My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. So I will see you over there very soon. Have an amazing week and I'll be back in your ears again soon. Take care.